All right, guys, we are here with Amanda. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, so we just started, um, we ended up talking a little bit and we want to kind of backtrack <clears throat> to our conversation. But if you want to introduce yourself quickly, say a couple things that. Yeah, I'm um, Amanda Rodriguez, and um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm not sure exactly, not, not why I'm here, but. I feel strange sometimes, like introducing myself through my job and my work. Yeah, just who are you as your like own person? Yeah, I would say in general, like I mean, I do work in the beauty industry. I work mm -hmm. as a makeup artist and as a like creative person. Um, but I feel like we didn't become connected through that. Mm -mm. How did we meet? I feel like our connection is just through like feminism, fashion. Yeah, but like what what linked us? Did you find? I literally mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know how Shit. it is that we got linked up and it's freaky. Maybe we have to go like. Yeah, we have to like go back like, and search. Dig deep. But that is so weird because I. Yeah. it's strange how I don't know. Yeah. But just um, it's cool that we became linked up through just, I think, feminism but definitely I think like fashion and just like yeah. having your own like ideal just clothes. style more Street, so. yeah just yeah. style just like persona mm -hmm. I think it's persona yeah. too yeah. but I just remember actually this is such a weird thing you'll I mean you might think this is this actually is you're gonna love it's this totally, totally. Oh, you're gonna love this <laughs> yeah. I remember the first order that I placed with you and I remember being in <gasps> I think you were the first order on my new Leah Kerr site yes I the think pants, you the were. Pants, the pants. We got to look. We're going in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pants. So, you're, no, the reason why you're going to love this okay, is tell I remember me. being like, yo, I need these pants. These are so sick. Guess where I was? Mm, Santa Monica. Singapore. No. <laughs> I was in wow. Singapore for work. So, I was working doing like casual. Some like makeup thing. I was doing like, I had a makeup gig and I was doing some PR situations and yeah. like, doing some makeup and. I remember being in the back of it in an Uber. I was leaving um, just an interview with a magazine, and we were at uh, a lunch and just having drinks. And I'm on my phone, like on Instagram, and I was like, "Yo, I need these pants." What, do you remember what photo it was? It was. I don't remember the photo, but I remember just being like, "Oh, the yeah. camo. The, it was yeah. these." Yeah. And I remember being like, "Need those, like instantly." And the girls Love that it. work for like the PR company that work in PR for Urban, and then uh, someone else for a, like another. It was a magazine. Uh -huh. They're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Because they're talking <laughs> to me, and I'm on my phone. I have my credit. You're card like, "Bitch, out. don't interrupt me." I was like, "I need these pants." <laughs> Like you're ordering pants right now in the back of it. In Singapore. Yeah, that's so funny. I love that. It's so crazy. You're like nothing is stopping me. Just How wild is that? Though, wow. like the placement though. That was my first time in Singapore. Yeah, that's um for those of you who don't know, that's wild because I spent two and a half, almost three years of my life in Singapore when I was a child, and uh, it's Amanda didn't know that. It's and magical. That's so crazy. It's such an amazing place, too. Yeah. Like, I was super psyched. I just spent, like, time in... Um, Special there, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. I can't I go in, all the way back. I was in Malaysia, and then I was... Because um, I was in Kuala Lumpur, and I was doing some PR stuff, and then I went to Singapore, and it was my first time there, and it's, like, super lush, mm. clean, mm -hmm. shopping's off the charts, food is bomb as fuck, like, I mm. had such an amazing time. I was just, like, swimming in the pool, just, like, vibing out. Mm. Yeah, I, that was such a sick trip. And being like so grateful for yeah. it and like, being so emotional. What do you like, think about the flight? Uh, I actually didn't have a complete mental breakdown. I have in like other times, like mm -hmm. flying like internationally. Mm -hmm. So with in in Leah's introduction, working in beauty uh, globally <laughs> for a cosmetic company, and you know just working like doing PR, but also creatively like uh, working with the founder. Uh, the cosmetic company I work for and just helping with like, curating color, shade yeah. names, and just like overall like the vibe of the brand. Like, cool. Whatever. So it's Yeah, really... do you want to... Um, yeah. Um, so we are, again, guys, talking about uh, times where women have used their voice and kind of standing their ground or what, believe, what they believe in. Um, one of my favorite quotes, I don't think I said this before, is stand for something or, you're, or you'll fall for anything. Um, so... I love that that I came up with this um, podcast idea, and Amanda told me that she went on a 22-minute date, yes. and she's really excited to share, and I'm even probably more excited to hear about that because I am in this, like... Um, I know you're single, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I feel like any millennial that you meet in this day and age is like, I'm kind of single. No, I went, I'm kind of single. Yeah. No, he's my boyfriend, but he doesn't know me. No, my you boyfriend. know what I say. <laughs> 
always my boyfriend. Yeah, no, I said that too. Um, he, he was like, so he's his cards over there, and I was like, he was like, why do you have my cards? I was like, cause you're my boyfriend. My mom thinks you're my boyfriend. He was like, the fuck? <laughs> but we're mad close. It's been like two and a half years. Yeah. But I always say he's my favorite boo. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I went to another. I went to a show. My girl Latasha. I yeah. I style her. She's a rapper. And she's like, oh, did you bring your? She's like, Lee, you brought your boo. I was like, did someone tell you that? I was like, no. Or I was like. She goes, yeah, someone said that they saw you with the dude. I was like, yeah, I brought one of them. And they all, just like this room, oh, just all these, and they just, they do, they die. They love it. Yeah, it was so and funny. I was like, that seems so normal for me. Don't you feel like there's this wild ass dynamic that people who have been in long-term relationships, because I feel like the dating scene has changed so much just in like the past, I don't know, like five years, I think with social media, dating apps, things like that, and the normalization of a dating app, and just the, I think 2018, the new age of like mm. who we are as yeah. people, what women are doing, us like running our own shit, us like enjoying the time and energy of men because yeah. I do enjoy the time and yeah. energy of men, but also yeah. like liking my own, enjoying my solitude. The people who are in relationships are like, tell me, fill a bitch in, spill tea, <laughs> tell me what you are doing, who you're talking to, what you're up to. Yeah. And it's like, it could be very exciting or it could just be like, I'm just like dabbling and like having a good time. Yeah. You and know? people, even my uncle asked me, he was like, so Lee, are you dating? I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, and? I was like, what? I was like, I'm not going to tell my uncle I have eight boyfriends. No, <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was sitting right there. <laughs> my brother was sitting next to me. I was like, yeah, I'm dating. And like, they think that I'm dating this woman. They really think I'm dating. This is so bad. They think I'm really only dating this one dude. And he is. Again, he's my that's favorite your, boo. That's your, that's your, that's your yeah, boyfriend. He's my go. He's my boo that comes like weddings with me and shit. You know? <laughs> no, I really do. He's my favorite. But in my journey right now, it's not, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit right now. You'll know whenever, yeah. for you, you'll know whenever yeah. it's something. And that's the coolest thing about being our age in um, 2018 is that there's so much freedom when you're honest because it's not like none of these people know like I joke about it like it's all secret but you know there's not eight of them but um <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> I don't want like the bench is not that full yeah guys. no, the bench no is it not could that be full. but like it could know, be you have to keep it together yeah I um, but anyway so um yeah want to tell us about your yes so um Leah knows I'm originally from the New York area, um, military brat, but New York area, and I moved to the L- LA about three years ago, and I just feel like I started, like, first off embracing living in Los Angeles and being, like, a West Coast kid, but because I really hold on to my New York roots, and I think that everyone can see very, very, very quickly mm-hmm. that I'm like a northeastern kid. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's why I remember. That's yeah, why I you're with like, you. <laughs> that's why I vibe with you. Like, I think that there's something very obvious about that. Or even like, I was out the other night with one of my girlfriends, and like a guy that was in the crew was like, oh, like you wear your chain outside your shirt. Like you must be from the east coast. Oh like, shit. Yeah, it was just funny. But I'll say that I just started kind of getting into dating, like really dating on the west coast, like recently. Mm. <laughs> and I think that just from like the evolution of you making a big move, changing, growing, making your own your own choices for yourself, like there's this whole wild evolution that happens where your dating habits start to change as well. And it's mm. something that you and I talked about earlier. Uh, I think in the sense of you listening to your gut. Yeah. Genuinely listening to like how your body is feeling. And by, I mean, obviously listening to your gut is a term, like a terminology that exists for a reason because you, you feel things inside, feel <laughs> yeah. shit inside of you. And a lot of us just like to ignore that. Uh-huh. And like you were saying, it's like, yo, what do I need to do right now? Like I need a sign. And you're like, yeah. You are nauseous. You haven't slept. <laughs> you're obsessing over this dude that's texting you. You're, you're having bad dreams. You're like not. You are feeling low as fuck. You're like eating yeah. some bullshit food in your house because you're like you're eating mad dairy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like bumming super hard. And yeah. you're like, do you not see this as a right. sign? Right. Like, like step outside. Be objective for even thirty seconds. Just try. You know. Yeah. And if like my mom says this thing that um, if that was someone else going through that. You'd give the most bomb-ass advice. Right? right, but, like, what would you tell someone to do that was, you know, like, and I think that that's really important to do to yourself, which is being objective, but put it in a different, like, if your friend was doing that, what would you say? Uh, girl, like... Check yourself. Yeah, l- like, take a look in the fucking mirror. Check yourself, like, you're good, you're mm-hmm. good, you're killing it, you feel good, but I think that there's so much of that, like, 
I think as women, we've been like conditioned to like question ourselves, to constantly minimize ourselves, to constantly do less, mm-hmm. be less, be smaller, make yourself yeah. smaller. Like, oh, she's being a wild ass bitch. And it's like, when it, when are, other people are wiling out around me, like yeah. tons of white dudes are wiling out around me yeah. 24 hours a day. Who is, able, who is telling them that they're being a crazy ass yeah. white dude? No one. So that's why we are me? constantly minimizing ourselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, we're constantly minimizing ourselves. So with dating, mm-hmm. I remember I was uh, with close, close friends from New York and we had like a little dinner situation and we were eating food and like smoking and chilling and like in our, in our whole like... We're just like vibing out mm-hmm. and I remember just being like, all right, I'm dating. This guy hits me up. He's like a guy that I meet on like Bumble and he's like lives in my hood, which is kind of cool, kind of fun. He's like, let's get a drink. Let's catch a drink. And it was kind of late at my friend's place. Not super late, but like 10, 30, 10, 45, mm-hmm. pushing 11 PM. And okay. I was like, that's like not aggressive. It's not like he's like, Hey girl, hang me at like fucking. Two. It's not like coming to my apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yo, I'm so out with my friends. Like, come vibe and come Yeah, I was thinking about you. Yeah, and I was like, let's do it. Let's hang out. This is like our first interaction. I think he's cute. So I tell my friends I'm out of here. I take an Uber. I like run to the bar. I think I stopped, saw Fox, my beautiful black pug. Oh, yeah. Took him for a quick cruise around the block. Dropped him off. Walk over to this bar. And dude is like with his friends. He's had a couple. Like, I'm not going to like fault him for that by any means. Not like sloppy, like not yeah, like he's nasty. Just he's, he's just like, he's just like feeling it and he's like in his own place, you know, and he's feeling comfortable. And you know, like people are always like, you'll have a drink or relax before yeah. you yeah. go on a date, but like check yourself. Yeah, or just be cool, like hang. Check you yourself. Hang? Like know that you don't have to keep drinking. Like if you have a uh, girl that's about to like come in yeah, and right? up just and hang out with you that you just met, <laughs> you're just meeting. Oh god. He just like kind of got on this weird level talking to me. I think he made a lot of assumptions in a sense about who I was because of how I hold myself or how I carry what myself. What do you think those assumptions were? That I was bougie or that I was full of myself, or I think it's more so like toxic masculinity in the sense of like mm. me being sure of myself mm. and you threatening know, it was threatening, threatening him. but you know that you've got a good dude when that's inspiring to him right of course when he's like and like more give me this more yeah, independence like, yeah this this like mm. energy that you're putting out there i'm i'm about it and i'm like i'm about you and i'm just about yeah, like you I the chills when you say that like that's a that makes me i'm like wow I need to remember, yeah, like, I have that, that, yeah. When he looks at you and, like, you should never question yourself based off Mm. of some, like, outside person, especially some random-ass dude, dude, some random-ass bumble dude that's trying (laughs) to kick it to you. Never question Um, yourself or, like, your growth because some dude is insecure about the fact that you're sure of yourself. Yeah, but that's hard because you have tons of girls who are on bumble and don't, and aren't as, like, secure and grounded as you are. You don't feel like you have you know gotten to a place where you're uh, of course we're all always growing and evolving but like you've gotten to a place where you really know yourself and you feel you know you're very secure you're, you're grounded you're humble and for me i think about all the girls who do go on those dates and those dudes are drunk because they're insecure and then they make the girl feel like shit and then and then it, it, it's like it's like a vicious cycle right then they're feeling like shit and then they're questioning themselves they're feeling insecure and then they're like oh well, now again like you said we're, we're the girls are minimizing themselves and doing this because of another person's insecurity which is wild and I think that if you have the opportunity it's I know everyone has like their own journey their own life like their own way of doing things Mm -hmm. and also like they're growing and evolving every single day the biggest thing that has made me realize like to take a situation like that and realize how small and minuscule it Mm -hmm. is is just me experiencing other things in my life and I know that not everyone has the opportunity to travel all the time my job allows me to do that to see the world to see the way that people live their lives to have some freedom to have some time to myself mm-hmm. when I'm taking a long flight. I don't fucking get Wi-Fi, dude. Oh, when they put Wi-Fi on the flights, I I really was upset because you feel obligated to get the Wi-Fi and work. No, and that's the yeah, thing is like... Yeah, I never bought it. I will on occasion, like if my boss is like, yo, I need you to think yeah. about this or do this, like I will do that for her. And when I don't have to do that, I will take myself out of it. And mm-hmm. it's while the time that... Because you have this... Uninterrupted time with yourself. Yes, uninterrupted. It is because it's like you can your ass is not going anywhere. You are in the air. <laughs> yeah. For you to actually take those conversations that you have with yourself and actually like take something with it. I like mm-hmm. to write personally. Mm-hmm. I sit down and I like to write things down and understand like what I'm going through. That's a huge part of me being able to like kind of organize my thoughts and organize like the weird cloudy stuff in my life. But 
traveling, being up in the air, and also being in other places is like that dude's not significant. Right. This person, when you put it in perspective, it's he's, a, he's, in, he's, not even a, he's a, maybe a speck. That's what I'm saying. You're like a, a little speck. tiny meatball that's like just like yeah. a, a collective. You're just like a part of all the dinners of your life. You were one meatball. You're one fucking dude. Oh, like you're yeah. just like trying to bounce around and do your own thing. Mm. And like you realize that when you travel a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember him just kind of like trying to minimize me, like trying to like check me. And I think that he doesn't realize that growing up I was super into art, politics, music. I was, you know, my brother's 12 and a half months older than me and he was a huge influence on myself when I was growing up listening to music, being into, uh, like, being, like, he was super into punk rock. I was really into hip hop mm-hmm. and he was really into punk rock, so it was kind of cool for us to vibe and pull things from him, but him not under, he started trying to talk to me about politics. Like the first, like, like Trump 15, politics. Yeah. Oh, that's low like, hanging fruit conversation. The second people bring up the weather or politics, especially now get a fucking clue. And you're like, unless you're like working on a campaign or doing some actual, if you're like, like I'm an activist. Yeah. Unless you no, but I mean, when I say like, you're actually out there physically doing shit. Yeah. Seriously. Turn around. And walk the fuck home yes. because that shit is bull. It's tired. It's low hanging fruit. It's super tired. Yeah, it's like and also for you to try to check me and try to talk to me about some shit that like you, I think you made an assumption because of my appearance that I know nothing about politics mm. or I have no interest in these things. Wow. Or I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So dude is like talking about like blah 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 blah, and he's like, oh rich people, like they're this, they're that, like something about and I was like listen I, I hear you in the sense of talking about all of that but he was like I think assuming like you're just like some bougie girl and I was like oh do you need me to pay for these drinks I like made like a like a little like, <laughs> like can you not handle this like do you need me to handle this bill because you're trying to like tell me because I'm single yeah working hard independent yeah pay my own bills take care of myself that like that I'm like some like LA airhead, not knowing where I come from, right? Or how I was no, raised, not whatever. Shit, I'm like, bitch, I'm from the, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, like, like you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, I was like, get out of here. Yeah, like I will fight you. Like I will not, nah, not nah, no. But like, yeah. I was like, get out of here. Like just the way that I was raised, the people that I've been able to spend time with, and and like just growing up, I was like, you, you know no, nothing. No. Yeah, he's from LA. Yeah, and I, I was like, that. well, I remember just saying like. In that moment, in my in my head, I was like, well, this feels awkward, uncomfortable. And I was just having an amazing time with three mm. of my really good friends mm. at their place, smoking, making, eating homemade nachos, and just, like, watching the sunset, nachos. vibing outside with my, you know, with my crew. And now I'm in this terrible situation. I feel awkward, and I feel obligated to be here. That's interesting. I don't need to do that. But mm. then I was like, you don't feel good. Yeah. And I remember just, like, trying to finish my drink and looking at him and being like... I'm going to run out of here. Like, I think I'm going to be done tonight. I'm yeah. super... I was like, it was great meeting him, but I think I'm done. And he was like, you're leaving? And he looks at his watch, Apple Watch, and he's like, you've been here, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, I was like, we're not vibing. Yeah, like, and I was you're like, like, are you enjoying this? Because I'm not. Yeah, I was like, this whole... I was like, this whole interaction just feels funny. I was like, I'm not into it. You said that? Yeah, I was like, I'm not into so it. what did he say? And he was just like, well, damn. Like, yeah. kind of like... And he was just like, oh, he's like, they say that, because I told him I was from the East Coast, he was like, they say, like, people from the East Coast are, like, super, like, straightforward and candid. Oh. And I was so, like, like you, you're just so real? Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm just, like, being, and I was like, I'm not feeling it. I remember being like, yo, can, do you want me to handle these drinks, or can you handle mm-hmm. it? I did ask him, threw down some cash, pat the deal on the back, <laughs> did, like, the quick, like, yeah. I'm like adding. real hella bro, like bro, nice to meet you, but like I'm. When you dipping. put your hand on a man's back and you sl- and you give the back slap repeatedly uh-huh. as um like a as a as a woman, as like a lip gloss wearing hot, cool, independent, strong, grounded woman. What, what shit gets rough for them? What, what did you see it or did you just see like every pat? He was like. <laughs> Like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you know? that's good. Like, you have a good night, bro. And I yeah. left, and I left, and I was like, you know what? A part of me, maybe a year ago, two years ago, would have like uncomfortably sat through this date, and would have been like, what if he thinks I'm a bitch? What if he thinks that I'm like a like? What if he thinks I'm um like stuck up? Like, what if I'm being rude? And it's like you don't feel good right now, and you're in right. a situation mm-hmm. with someone who doesn't doesn't know you and has no like doesn't 
know shit about the sh- like things that you love, respect, and like. And actually- he just, he's not even trying to know, right? No, he's he not, just yeah, like word vomit, straight up word vomit, like instantly. Uh-huh. And I know that nerves exist. Alcohol was involved, all of the above. But I was like, I don't need to entertain this. And this, like, if this person isn't like, like fucking adding logs to my fire. Yeah. That Will Smith shit. Did you see that I posted? Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> who is fuel? No, not. Yeah, no, but it's it was, That's what he said. Yeah. Who was adding logs to your fire yes. and who is pissing on it? Yes. <laughs> like, look at your last five text messages. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Look I've... at your last five text messages. Yeah. And for, you, for the women that exist out there that are having bogus ass conversations with dudes in their DMs. Yeah. Maybe look at your last five DMs. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Are these people making you a better version of yourself? Are they even... Are, yeah. Are, are they, they listening? Are, are, they, are, they, are they listening? Mm-hmm. Are they actually listening? Are they listening? Are they getting to know you? Are they... Yeah, how are they making you feel? Are you excited when you open those DMs? Are you nervous about what they're saying? Are you obsessed with their response? But wait, um, I want to touch on the fact that I think this is, this is this is so crucial and so important to every person listening especially younger uh girls all girls actually but especially young girls that you said before you would have felt obligated to stay and then you said then you brought up again you said two years ago I would have stayed I would have felt uncomfortable because you you I don't think people women all people men too I don't think we are taught to listen to ourselves because everyone's like oh self-care self-care it's like what what is that it's like I think first off self-care is very I think our generation has done like a huge thing by no means am I trying to shit on baby boomers, but I'm going to mm-hmm. because they've been raised in a completely different way. We've been conditioned by our parents, by people that are older than us, that we are selfish mm. and that we are like living this like fantasy world. And it's like we're living in a completely different day and age. Mm-hmm. Women are doing things a bit differently. And I mean, to be completely frank and honest, it's like the way that you're taking care of yourself, cultivating yourself, being true to yourself, creating this brand and this image for women that you think are like-minded and wanting to empower women. Like, I'm 30 years old. I'm a 30-year-old woman working in the beauty industry, taking care of myself, single, little black plug, like, pug. Like, that's, like, those are the things that I'm responsible Mm -hmm. for. My mother will say, like, I do not regret having you or your brother by any means. Yeah. You two are my world. Uh Uh-huh. But I never thought that I had the ability and the choices that you are making in your life mm-hmm. right now. It wasn't a thing. It was not, it was, you were a spinster, you were fucked up, there was something wrong with you, there yeah. were damaged goods. You're single, why? You don't have a baby, yeah. why? You don't want to be a mother, why? Well, yeah, because back then it was being, having kids, being married, having money, even if you weren't happy. Yeah. And for, this is for a woman, right, and not working was actually, this is the world I grew up in, right? This is, this is the box I grew up in that, that was successful. That was beautiful. That was the goal. And for me, you tell me something to a goal. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Seriously. Like anything. My yeah. mom was like, wanting to like, take your yeah. own way, like your own road. Yeah. And it's wild. Cause I know that my mom is, she's super proud of me. My dad is super proud of me, but like traditionally, like with the two of them being in the military, being from, you know, on my dad's side of the family with like any type of Hispanic, like Latin background, like, you know, Latinas. I remember just being raised like whoever you end up with, make sure he loves you more than you love him. Mm. Like security, happiness, and yeah. like having like someone that you cultivate a life with together. I think companionship is dope. You can have that with friends. You can have that with family. You can have that with, you know, a romantic person. And I think that's really special, but understanding yourself was not the most important thing. It wasn't a thing at all. It was yeah. like, what the fuck? It was like, yeah, you were, you, you were put in the loony bin. I was like, bitch, shut up. Yeah. You know, I was like, what are you talking about? But how cool is it now that we, I feel like we're living in a world in, in the decade or in the time of that really changing. Like we're, we're in a, that transition period where like, yeah. I feel like our kids or our the younger generation is going to be like... Dude, Gen Z is going to be so dope. Yeah, they're going to be like, <laughs> don't we fucking love it? You know, and then they're going to be able to take that energy and like give it back. Because I feel myself doing that. And like my mom, even with this collection, she was like, wow. She's like, Leah, like I can feel your creative energy. Because I struggled with that a lot. Like 
I did a pop-up shop and um, I actually called one of my friends who I hadn't kept in touch with and I was like, dude, I have no idea what to wear. I was like, you have to come over. She was like, just wear a shirt and pants. She was like, what are you talking about? She's a stylist. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, I, have, I don't even know how to dress myself. But that's how confused I was with my own like inner self. And I, and I will never sleep. Like questioning yourself. Yeah, but no, I actually had no idea like what I liked. And, 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 and I had no idea how to put that out there in my creative and my craft and my and art. And just owning it. Yeah. And like owning it. Yeah, but like when you're confused and you don't know yourself and you're getting in touch with yourself, you know, you go through all those things. So anyway, Generation Z is going to be like, yo, we, we, we're, we're taught this in school, how to love ourselves. It's good. You know, we, we know how to get in touch with ourselves and what we really like. And then they can put that out in the world and they can give back. And it's just... It's going to be so different. How? I also think it's like a constant evolution. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you, it's, I think it's totally normal and natural to question yourself and not know what you're doing and you're always growing and evolving. But I think that it's wild that, you know, we women have been taught for so long that in order, being selfish was something that wasn't okay. Yeah. Being totally. selfish was wrong. Right, because that was not our role at all. That was not women's role. The word selfish has a negative connotation to mm-hmm. it. Mm. The word selfish is probably a bad thing to most to most, to most people. people. But it's the healthiest thing that you can do for yourself. It's like mm. we talked about before. It's like no one is going to take care of you the way that you take care of yourself. Bottom line. And also, I, I, it's you saying that, like you talking about like being unsure of like the shit that you wanted to wear to like mm-hmm. whatever, like the way that you were representing yourself around people. I think it's cool to be self-aware. I think it's cool to like, you know, want to like look your best, take care of yourself, all of that. But it's wild that, you know, that we, we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. I wish more than anything, like my biggest wish, which might be uh, not the healthiest thing in the world, but I wish that I, at times, and I do see it, I wish I could see the way that the people that I love the most see me. Wait. You wish- I wish that I can see myself the way that the people that love me the most mm, see me. Yeah. Because they have this like admiration, love, and yeah. understanding of who you are, and it's completely unfiltered. When you look at yourself, photos, mirrors, whatever, it's not true. It's not. It's altered. Yeah. It's not like unfil. It's 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 like it's not an organic way of like the way yeah. that you speak to someone or look at someone and yeah. interact with someone. So, like, that's my biggest thing. I, I wish I could see the way that I interacted because I feel like I've had girlfriends look at me and be like, yo, you are dynamic. Like, you are powerful. Like, you are so sure of yourself and so driven. Like, the fuck do you care yeah. about the opinion of X, Y, and Z? Mm. Because you are, like, you're the one. Like, you're doing it. Like, yeah. you're not two or three. You're one. Like, yeah. So, why, are you, why do you care about, like, the t-shirt and pants that you're wearing because yeah. like, you, you have these things and you have everything you do in your life because of who you are whenever you can't monitor the fuck out of yourself mm-hmm. that shit is like yeah. my constant obsession right but I mean it goes back to like you care because you're human and we care of course yeah it, of course yeah for me the clothes are like is an expression of myself without talking Duh. yeah like yeah, we're on that but um <laughs> wait I had another thought oh what was I gonna say but oh I think that that's really interesting because I'm always thinking like wow how do people interpret me how do this you know because so many of the times people say things, I'm like, whoa, like you feel that way? I'm like, in my head, I know I'm acting that way because that's my ultimate goal is to yeah. make people feel so fucking inspired. What is your sign? Leo. Are you Leo? Ah! You're not this baby. I knew that. Yeah! Wait, when's your birthday? It's August 9th. I'm the second. I remember that. We knew that. This is why. Yeah. yeah. We are <laughs> emotional people. Are we? I, yeah. I did like some research on my side. I went to Bali and did this whole thing, but... Yo. Yeah. First off, yes, we get this like because that's a really interesting. Sorry to interrupt you. That's a really interesting about how we because as Leos we want praise, but in the same for me I look at it as I want to know how people see me because my my Leo my leader in in us and me is that I want to lead people so I want to make sure that I'm leading correctly. But then it's it's right it's a circle so I but I also want to know for my Leo and could be my ego but also. How they see me? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, cool, cool, cool. The Leo thing is being like, how do they see me? How do they see me? How do they see me? Interesting. How do they see me? But the funniest thing, it's true. It's like we we are emotional people. Like mm. we are super strong. We have our own, you know, our own like minds and the way that we 
take care of ourselves and we're sure of ourselves and we're sure as fuck of ourselves and we mm. love ourselves. <laughs> At the same time, like F, the majority of the things that we make decisions on, big or small, but especially big decisions that we think are big, are through our hearts and through our emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Most of the decisions I make are made through my heart. Yeah. Me too. And I do feel like you. Um, I don't know if this is. I, I don't know what it like. You know, there's like big sign or big like uh, adjectives that they use to describe any sign, but. I'm always taking, I feel like I'm taking, I want to take care of people. Is that a Leo thing? I think that it's more so that you are, you are a giver and you are yeah. also like, you love, when you love someone, you love to like shower them with things. Yeah. You yeah. love to like, you, first of you have your own representation of yourself and you're very sure of yourself and you like to curate the environment that you're existing in and living in. But when someone is someone that's important to you you also want them to have these creature comforts, happiness, yeah. and, like, you yeah. want them to feel good because you love them. Mm. So, yeah, like, I would say that you're a giver, but I think it's, like, when you really, really are down for someone. Yeah. We are, we're, and I think it's strange because I don't think people always see this. Like, Leos are, like, obsessive with love. Like, yeah. we can, like, play the fucking field. Like, we can, like, get ours. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know yeah, when yeah. to, like, cut things off when mm-hmm. it's not serving us appropriately mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Leos have a hard time doing that. They have a hard time cutting, well, that's what. When you have a, when love is involved, when it's mm-hmm. actually, like, in there with someone, you, it's like the, it's like the classic Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown situation. Mm. Sometimes you let people that aren't really healthy for you yeah, stay in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I do that a lot. But that's also because, yeah, I feel like I'm like, I have this, I don't know if it's like a codependency thing or it's kind of just like, I want you to be better because I love you. Absolutely. I want you to and I've had stay friends. in my life because I want to take care of you because I'm, I'm, I'm such like, I, I'm just like, like again, what we're talking about with the you know, having to, for me, having to split from my roommate and that whole thing. And I, I was just like, girl, I'm going up. I want you to come with me. Like for years, literally for two years, I was like, here, like I gave her my, I actually gave her my iPad because I was like, and I bought this app for you. All you have to do is buy the pen, do something, draw. I was, cause she's so talented, but I was like, here, I was like, if you make something like, I don't even care. I was like, I'll like, I'll finance it. Let's, let's make a shirt. Cause it will sell. Like I can sell things if it's yeah. cool. I, you know, I'll tell her to tweet, you know, but I was like, I was like, C- like come up with me. She was just like, bitch, no, you know? Yeah. She, that's, she, yeah. That's the biggest thing. I think that it's like, just us. And, and I think any woman like understanding, like you can be there like of service to someone that you love and care for. But the things you have to recognize are two things. One People will make their own decisions. Mm. You can tell someone whatever it is that you think is the best for them because you love and care for them and you want the best for them. But if they don't recognize it, see it, or want it... Yeah, you can't... You can't force shit on them. You can't tell anyone what to do. No. No. If they don't want to do it. No. And, like, I think, too, like, there's just, like, moments you have to, like, step back and just realize everyone's, like, on their own shit. Like, you just grow. Like, everyone's growing and evolving and it's, like, not... Everyone is gonna fucking be around until the end of time, you know. Yeah. Like, and someone said to me a long time ago, like it's lonely at the top. I was like, damn. No, it's that's not a fucking joke. Like that's literally yeah. the conversation I've I've had with one of my girlfriends, Beth. Like, when you are really like in you're in in you're loving yourself, really loving yourself, caring yeah. for yourself. A lot of people see that and they're threatened by it. Yeah. And, they and also, yeah, it. like I want to tell we talked about this before I want to tell everyone that like what I've been going through in my journey and and be like here like all you have to do is this this and that read this book go to this class and do this and then we'll be able to you know be back on track but you that's and that's like maybe my Leo in me of like just being like hey do x y and z and then hey cool but it's you you can't do it and then you have to kind of just not close yourself off, but kind of just, yes, for me, I'm a big talker. So I have to like stop talking and just, you know, set myself aside and be like, that's not what's going to happen. And that, that makes me not lonely, but that makes me kind of just like, ah, like here I am being here whole myself, very happy. But then I'm just like, I want to help so bad, but like you're right there in reach, but actually I can't do anything Like you have, like that person has to do it on their own. Yeah, and, no, that's, and everyone's that's on their lonely. everyone has their own like journey and 
Like I'm saying, it's yeah. like they, you can give them the tools, but like it's yeah. not formatical. Yeah, but everyone has the tools within themselves mm-hmm. to do everything they have to if do. If they want it. If, yeah, but that have to want to do it. That's why. Because um, I'm sure you've been shamed a hundred times over for wanting more for yourself. Fuck yeah. Remember the first time? Oh, girl. The first time I told my mom that I didn't want to cook, she was like, fuck it. And she didn't say this, but she was like, um, she, she's Italian, right? She was like, she was like, what is, she literally thought something was wrong with me that I didn't want to cook. I was like. It makes me feel awful to cook. I don't know why. It's just like, that's not how my hand works. My hand is like, you know, here. My hand is not here. And then my dad was like, <laughs> my dad has always said that, like, I had really expensive taste. And I was like, Dad, but if you don't want to, this is when I was in, like, in, in, in uh, grade school. I was like, Dad, if you don't want to buy me it, don't buy me it. But you're saying yes. So, you know, don't guilt me or don't shame me for doing that. But another thing is, he was all, so, so going off of that, he was always like, wow, you have really expensive taste. You better marry someone who makes a lot of money. And I was like, but I'm going to make my own money. But this was when I was like, honestly, God, 10. Yeah. And for me, that was so normal. So it wasn't like shame, but it no, was. No, it's cool that you had your own identity, though, because yeah. you think. But for me, it was so obvious. Once again, the baby boomer is coming yeah. in and telling you, your dad being like, yo, find yourself like a rich man. And it's yeah. like, share. Yeah, I am a rich man. Yeah. She's like, oh, yo, that came up yesterday. I'm making it. I'm making that. I'm putting it on a hoodie. It is. That's. The bottom line, it's like, I, my mom always said to me when I was younger, make sure that you have the ability to just take care of yourself. Like, I don't care what she else. She said that? She was like, Amazing. just be able to like, buy wow. your own. She's like, buy your own shit. Was your mom a baby boomer? My mom's a baby boomer. Right. But I think it's cool that my mom, I think because of her own experiences and mm. because of things that she's had, she was just like, looked at me and was like, wow. whatever you do. How cool. Just fucking buy your own shit. Be able to buy your own shit. And I think that I, like, surpassed whatever it is that she wanted me to do because I think my mom is a little bit more, like, crunchy green. Like, my mom's, like, very... She's in New York? Yeah. She lives, like, a very simple life. Like, in the sense of her just, like, being very content with the simple things. Amazing. But we like that lavish life (laughs) as we Yeah. I'm like, I can't help it. Like, I, like, me. I need the shiny. I need, yeah. the, I need like, to be... I need what I want. If yeah. you call that lavish, fuck it. Like, yeah. I want what I want. And yeah. how many times have you been called bougie by dudes? Oh, my God. Okay, last night. It, it <laughs> fucked me. I'm dude, telling it you. It fucked me up over Instagram last night. No, for, like, for like 30 seconds. But someone was like, I bought myself uh, an iPad, which I, I never... I bought myself an iPhone. I bought myself an iPad. And I, you know, and I was so happy about it because I was like, I need to like be creating. I have all this like creative energy that I need to put somewhere. And for some reason, the the computer, my head, I always get cramps in my thumbs. I'm like, oh my god, I don't have carpal tunnel. I'm so nervous about it. <laughs> like, I'm, and because I'm always like sitting down on the laptop, I don't have a desktop. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna invest in myself and my business. And they gave me like some crazy business deal at Apple, right? So, um. Anyway, so someone DM and I, and I posted about it because so I was like, "Oh my you're god, just hyped. you're just hype!" Fuck. Plus, it's my journey. That's also, what, people are following me because they want to see my journey. Isn't, and it's also bizarre that you don't have to minimize. And I'm sorry, but yeah. you do not have to minimize the things that you're excited about and the things that you've you've worked for. I've had girlfriends be like, "Yo, like you might like you don't you might need to dial it back on like X, Y, and Z about like talking about the jewelry by yourself or whatever." And I'm like, "But oh. I, but I, but it's mine, and like I did it myself." Also, but why? Like, why? But, like, why tell me, it, give me a legitimate why reason. Why should I be, like, ashamed of, like, sharing that shit with people? Yeah, but because they're bothered by it, right? It's their, it's something that they're insecure about. Okay, so, such a, so anyway, but no, no <laughs> shit commented. shaded you. Oh, yeah, he was like, um, he said, I, he went, I, I think it was drunk because I started reading and I was like, and I asked the question, I said, but he said something about my dad and I said, wait, what do you know about my dad? I was, conf- I was, I was actually interested because this mind you this dude is, of course has been responding you're so beautiful you're so hot you're so pretty right first I said thank you and then I was like okay this is this is boring right you're only looking at my looks so you've, you've you don't see like yeah and that's kind of low hang once again low hanging fruit it's yeah like, you're so much more than that of course I'm like what do I think I fucking walk around in pants that are eight sizes too big for me yeah, because also, don't I was just born with this also this is my karmic predicament and I'm gonna use it in a good way yeah. right okay anyway so so then he said some shit, and I was like, and I responded, and I was like, and then I reread it, and I was like, wait, hold up, like, what, what did this person say? Because I was confused, and then I was second guessing what I said. Anyway, the whole point is, I can't remember what we were talking about, but he said he was like shading you. Yeah, no, no, I know having this, right? Yeah, he was just like, he said that he thought that I was a phony and that I, um, 
he, he really fucks with what I do and what I'm preaching and what I'm sharing, but he thinks I'm a phony and that he doesn't respect it. But that, no, seriously, if I show you, I'll show you after. It doesn't make any sense. In the, in the beginning, it was the same message. He said that he really respects me, but he doesn't respect me. And I was like, and I wanted to say, I think you're drunk, but then I was like, wait, why would I even, I was like, I'm, I was like, I. I'm taking this energy away from you. Yeah. Because it's like not, some shit is not worth the response. Yeah. And I was like, like, just not. Even reading that message like three times, I was like, wow. And I was already so tired. And after I read that, I was like, holy shit. I just wasted like literal last couple bits of my energy that night on that. And then I literally, I laid down and I was like, I was out. Yeah. But that was so crazy. That was such, for me, being so objective now, that was such a good example of, um, a literal physical example of how I, how people can just put energy into something. Cause I really did. I was trying to understand it. I was like, hold up. This motherfucker is drunk. First of all. And why am I reading this? Mind you, for me, it was interesting that a dude responded and was like, of course, well, why are you buying this for no, yourself? It's a dude. It's of a course. Dude. I was like, I'm sweating thinking about it. A dude. I was like, wow. It's just funny to me because you're like, it's just that, like, it's just insecurity. Like, yeah. I think I've dated dudes and, like, back to, like, the dating thing and, like, being sure of yourself. It's, like, speaking your mind. And I know that everyone, once again, is built differently. Mm-hmm. Of course. The way that they communicate with people, the way that they can assert themselves. And, like, I'm not one to be like, yo, just handle things the way that I do. Mm-hmm. But I think just if you take little, like, just, like, cherry-picking things that you hear throughout this, like, I have had dudes just say to me, like you you're you're like this you're that you're and it's it's not it's it's not even worth responding to it's also like no wait you're that because everything everything we most things that people who are in the beginning of their journey their spiritual journey their life journey they they're less conscious so whatever they say is normally just projection like even i said earlier i was like oh and they have bad dreams it's like because i have bad dreams and i thought when i after i said it i was like I was like, I just did it. So to see it like really come to life and see ourselves do it, it just reinforces that that's exactly what other people do. And when you can understand that, it's so, it's so beautiful because you're like, oh my God, like it can be, like life can be really so peaceful. Yeah. I saw this quote the other day and it was like, interesting. It was, an, it was actually in the New York Times and it was like, women are learning how to operate more like men and men need to now learn how to, learn how to operate more like women. Right. Like they need to learn from the experiences that women have dealt with and I think that dudes are shook and that's why someone like this fuck boy that hit you up yeah would be a hater and would want to tell you that you're a phony or or make you even right he wants you to question your self-worth he wants you to question who you are and the way that you take care of yourself and you're like this is one of those dudes that I've met in general have just been like you have the job you have the career you have the sense of yourself you have the dog, you have the, you have the car, you have the, the lifestyle. What the fuck is a guy supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed right. to do for you? I've had guys right. say that, like, well, what, what do you want from a man? Mm-hmm. Because you have this entire roster of things that already make you happy. Like, what it, what's a man supposed to do for you? It's probably why you're single. Mm. Oh, my God. That, that triggers me. That's real. Yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, my mom always says is that the goal is to be 100% masculine and 100% feminine. And when we are that, we're balanced, right? Because every all good, really good things happen when we find balance, which I used to really reject, which is interesting because I was kind of rejecting success. I think a lot of people are afraid of success. Well, I was. And so it's interesting that you say that a lot of men are um, saying, what am I going to do with you? It's like, yo, you can, you can provide love. You can yeah. still, like, you know, like there's so many things. But, you know. The biggest thing, dude, is like, whoever it is that approaches you and your lifestyle and the way that you value things and the way that you carry yourself, if that's how he approaches you, mm. he's not the guy for you. Right, of course. No, I mean, I, and again, my... That's, a, that's the best part is you're yeah. just like... It's so easy. This to, is how it's you're, so easy to see now. It's so yeah. easy to recognize, right? Yeah, you're just like, oh, if this is how you're going to come for me instead of just being hyped on whatever it is that I'm doing. Yeah. Also, it's like... I'm not about you. If yeah. you're not about what I'm doing, the way that I'm... Yeah cultivating myself and like putting my energy back into myself if that's 
alarming to you or makes you feel like a little tiny man yeah, then you yeah. you're not the you're not yeah oh, you, you're not even the dude for me just not, not even someone I can have in my life because yeah my life I feel so much bigger than anything than just me like I feel very I do I really truly feel so solid and so grounded and I feel like I need that everything's so much bigger so if if what I'm doing is a threat to you, like we're not yo, driving. Yeah, dude. come on, dude, check your ego. Like, but yeah, so it's interesting. And I do. I feel so blessed that I have my. I call he. He will be so embarrassed. He won't know. But my favorite boo is like. <laughs> I love this nickname. <laughs> I've been saying it for nickname. so long. I know. I'm like. I'm like nervous. I don't think he'll listen because he's like, you don't need a podcast. I was like. No, but a pocket is like, make the shirt, make the shirt, you know. But anyway, I think that... Favorite boo is like... He is. He's my favorite. He's like, if we're both in New York, we're both in LA, we're both in Paris, like, we will we'll always, always choose each connect. other. Always no, connect. but we'll always choose each other, you know, like, he travels a lot and does crazy things, so, and I'm here and there, and I'm mostly in New York, LA. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're... But that's why he's my favorite. He's my number one, right? But if he's not, like, we still talk multiple times yeah, a day. Yeah, he's just like, and he... Five. And isn't it, like, the best thing, too, because someone like that is the guy that hits you up and is like... Just so you know, you're beautiful. Like, just so you know, like, you're killing it. Like, yeah. just so you know, like, I'm, I yeah. see you and I see what you're yeah. about. Yeah, and but also, like, for me, my life is so, so much of my business. Mm-hmm. It is my business. My life is my business because that is what I need to give back to the world. That's my craft. That's, that's everything I need to do for all the young girls, all the older girls, every girl. And, um, yeah, he's like, what did you make today? You know, this and that. For me, that. that's like... Wow. So anyone who ever, even any person, especially men, though, come into my life and aren't, like, Hey, I have a really good idea for you. Like today we had a phone call and he was like, this is perfect. And the shirt was about quality. It was, it was the tag that says, um, it's the 21st century. Both men and women can wash this garment or this garment can wash. It's on the back of the tag. I thought it was, yeah. Yes. And he was like, Leah, let's put that on our shirt. He's like, let's do it. He's like, I know a guy. Let's do it. Let's make a dope shirt. And he was like, we need to do that. He's like, let's do it tonight. Let's do it tomorrow. You I know? Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. He's more than your favorite boo. He's like, he's, he's my boo. He's in your fucking corner. <laughs> like, and that's the biggest thing is if you meet someone that you can spend time with that you would also call a friend and like it really supports your shit, then that's huge. And the fact that like your success is his oh, success. For sure. He was like, oh, that's no. a big, that's, it's that simple. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird that it's that simple. You're like, what you're doing, he's about it and only about it, but also totally, he feels not threatened. But he's like, "That's my success, also." Yeah, because your site. Fuck it. yeah! That's if it. I wake up, if I answer the phone, he's like, "Anyway, it's conversation for real." I love that. Yeah, it's special. It is. It's good. Yes. Anyway, do you have any other times? Oh, oh, the whole thing was about we. No, that was all about our, us using our voice. I mean, I think talking on a podcast is about. It's just showcasing, using our voice, and spreading voice. I think it's also just taking whatever energy that you've been... You think about, like, the things that are most important to you in life. And it's like Lee and I talked about the most important things to you in life. Like, are they really, like, serving the greater good of what it is that you're trying to achieve? If this person is, like, aiding you in this and supporting you, if this uh, habit or hobby or whatever it is that you're spending time with... it could be as small as like, you know, an acquaintance, whatever it is. Like if this person is helping elevate whatever it is that you're trying to get to, then this is something that's of quality. Yeah. And just really listening to yourself and checking yourself because that's something that I've learned in the past year. It's like a person that was super close to me, near and dear to me, someone that I basically grew up with that was my partner. Like things ended and, you know, relationships end. Things don't always last forever. I think we've learned that from our parents that the most important thing is listening to your own gut, listening to your heart and like really like feeling whatever it is that you need and really reacting to that and actually trusting it, trusting it. And, Mm. but also making obvious actions towards that. If this person isn't respecting you, isn't honoring you, isn't compassionate, understanding, loving you, and also seeing your successes as theirs. Yeah. They're not the person for you. And that could be in love or that could be for love or friendship. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I've learned the most is just like, Trusting yourself. If it's not going to further you to wherever it is that you want to go next, because like Leah and I said, it's like it's not formatical. When you see someone on the internet, or if you see someone on social, if you see someone that you've been following and it doesn't feel good, if you feel like when you see them it doesn't feel good, yeah, you feel like stress or anxiety, or you feel like less than, cut them out of, cut it out of yeah. your life. Even yeah, that shit, cut it, it out of it, your and life. it's it sounds 
brutal, but it's actually um, better for both people. It's better for both yeah, people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge for yourself. And also, you... For me, I know my ex-roommate and I, this is, this is my last hurrah. Um, she was honestly, for, for a year, maybe six to eight months to a year, I would say eight months, she was talking about getting these knives. For me, it was like so irrelevant. I was like, I don't cook. I don't give a fuck about the kitchen. Like, all I want is coffee. Seriously, like, I, it was irrelevant to me. Um, she talked about getting these knives. And I was like, in a very loving way, like, dude, whatever knives you want to get. I was like, we weren't even splitting them. She was just, we were just talking about the knives. I was like, whatever knives you want to get, they're fucking cool. Like, they're going to cut. If they cut, fucking get them. You know, I'm practical, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I execute, right? Get the fucking knives. I don't want to read. Whatever it is that you want. Just I don't want to read 1,500 yeah. reviews on Amazon. Get the knives. On Amazon, first one. Done. Seriously. Okay, it's so. It's a problem for me. Amazon is a problem. Oh, Amazon's a problem, but for me, no, I don't think it's a problem for me. I'm like, yeah, I just. It's functional, but I'm saying like. Yeah, yeah. No, I could really obsess over it, but I have to like, <laughs> I really have to know. I have to know. Otherwise, I would be reading those reviews, but I don't like to read that much. Um, so anyway, and right when we moved out, so, so going back, we were talking about cutting people off and, and creating distance, whatever. And this literally, we don't talk anymore because we don't have that much in common. I think, oh, two weeks after we moved out and separated, she texted me a picture. She's like, dude, I bought the knives. I was like, she didn't even tell me. Like, I, I, I'm so, I was so happy. And I knew that it was, it's crazy. I knew that it was right that we separated because she couldn't make a decision with me there, right? She, there was something about me being there that she couldn't decide about the knives. And she was on her own and she bought, right? Anyway, so for me, I don't know if that makes, does that make sense? It does make sense. I think the biggest thing is like recognizing that, um, solidarity and just having your own space yeah. is healthy. Yeah, but like, but like when you separate yourself, it's both for both parties. No, it's for, everybody, for, both parties. for everybody. Yeah, because those people need to have the space and we have, need to have the space too. And even though it doesn't seem like it's always good or it makes sense in that time, it will make sense if it feels right. And you know if it feels right. If you look at it, you'll know. It's fucking obvious. Yeah. It's like, are you crying? It might also feel like shit at first. And it might feel uncomfortable yeah. because any change is going to feel, uh, obviously, when you're outside of your element, mm-hmm. it doesn't always feel good. But I think when you are uncomfortable, when you're making drastic changes and you feel uncomfortable is when you're growing the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're like living in this like creature comfort thing 24-7, if you aren't stepping outside of the norm, if you aren't introducing different people, different things into your lives... Or try, I mean, for me, it's like I do makeup, like trying a new brush, trying a new product, like doing things outside of what I would typically do. That's when you grow yeah. the most. I mean, that's a huge quote. It's like nothing good or nothing, good, nothing, oh shit, happens outside of your comfort zone. What is that? I think good, nothing changes. Yeah, like it's like if you're doing okay. the same shit over and over yeah. again repeatedly, it's nothing like changes, nothing, nothing changes. is going to fall apart yeah. or change. You're going yeah. to just remain the same. And I know it can. I like my creature comforts and I do like having my habits of doing certain things mm-hmm. in the morning. Rituals. I have my rituals. Mm-hmm. But I think that having those extreme changes, feeling uncomfortable, questioning yourself mm-hmm. and things being unsure is whenever you grow the most as a person. Yeah. So I think just like kind of being able to like hunker down and feel okay in the in the unknown is like yeah. the biggest thing. I think that's really the only formatical thing that I can give someone is like when you are stepping outside of your comfort zone, when you're doing things that you wouldn't typically do, when you're feeling unsure, when you feel like the weird kid in a situation is when you're growing the most and you're, mm. you're going to see the biggest things. Yeah, well, I always felt like a weird kid, but I always hit it. I always like covered it up. Anyway, that's a great note to end on. And um, yeah, that was amazing. I'm excited I to listen to it. Oh, it's so crazy. Thank you again for coming. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys.